0: Hey buddies, you're thinking of starting your own podcast? Why not use Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast, and here's why. First off, it's free. Secondly, you have creation tools to record and edit right from your phone or computer. Third, Anchor distributes for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Fourth, make money with no minimum listenership. And finally, you have everything you need for a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app today, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, the world has still gone nutty, muddy, muddy, even downright cruddy, muddy, muddy. Wish I missed the past, buddy, buddy, but there's still buddy
1: Cast. No, well, don't be nutty, go meet buddy, here on Cast. and gentlemen, please welcome the founder and host of BuddyCast, Nick Sorensen.
0: Welcome back, buddies. It's time for another episode of BuddyCast. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen, and joining me today is a very special buddy. I just met him at Comic-Con. He's been a childhood hero of mine, Marty Grabstein. How you doing, buddy? I'm
1: all right. I'm all right. The childhood hero. It's nice, man. It's nice when yes. somebody says that. Yes, my wife course. said this to me as well, by the way, just so you understand that. That's the nature of my relationship with my wife. That's I awesome.
0: am her hero. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm glad you guys have that relationship. Nice. You know? <laughs> uh, so I got to start by asking, you are the voice of Courage the Cowardly Dog. Let's, yes let's go, yes i am let's go back to the beginning how did you get into voice acting in the first place or was it just for courage
1: well actually interesting you should say that i mean i am you know just an actor like just a guy that will do whatever he can do uh, a lot of stage acting a lot of you know t- television uh, uh, here and there commercials um I had done a couple of voiceovers, uh, independent films, that kind of thing. Um, voice acting has never been something that I had done a whole lot of. Um, and so courage was yet kind of an amazing, you know, like opportunity. Mm-hmm. So how did that happen? You might want to know.
0: That's my next question.
1: You might want to know how that happened. <laughs> okay.
0: mm-hmm.
1: So basically... Um, I have a, you know, a a really good friend of mine who we had kind of fallen out of touch. I had not spoken to her in almost six years, actually. And she gave me a call out of nowhere and said, you know, I'm working for this guy, John Dilworth. And um, he is putting together and casting this new uh, television animated series called Courage of the Cowardly Dog. And he's looking for the voice of the lead character. And he has listened to every voiceover artist in the city, um, including some you know, very well-established names in the industry, over 200 voices, and he still can't seem to arrive at a decision about what this character should sound like. So she said it was driving her crazy. I figured at this point, you know, the, the, the gloves are off and you know maybe I reach out to you maybe maybe you you have an interesting voice Marty maybe that'll work and I swear I said okay great went into the audition within three minutes uh, of me doing it I could see that something was going on with him he had lit up a little bit and um and so it was like we it' become really quite you know like, exciting, because I didn't know how I was going to do this voice. I had no idea what it was supposed to sound like, so I just plowed in with some thoughts based on the image of this cute little pink dog character <laughs> base, as it was described to me, and he fell in love with it. He fell in love with my raspy, scratchy voice, except he said one thing. Can you pitch it up here? So I pitched it up there, and that's We got it. We got it. And he was very excited from that point on.
0: Awesome. Sweet. That's a great story. So how did you develop? That's
1: a great story, Nick.
0: Yes. So how did you develop the voice? Like, what were the elements that you put into it, you know?
1: Um, Well, I mean, it was really, (laughs) I just jumped in. I didn't really develop it. It was once I had it, that was the voice. I mean, really, pretty much it was it, because in that audition, um, there was some talking, right? Where, you mm-hmm. know, where we would say, Oh, all oh, the things I do for love. So he would speak and then he would be like uh, nervous and I just did that. I just started doing it. In other words, whatever came to mind. And then of course the, ah! the screams. <laughs> you see what I uh, did then. See what yes. I did there. Yeah. You know, you're asking me how I developed it, I threw in a few things for you. Yeah, make a buddy tasks to happen and say, man. This Love evening, it. This game, whatever it is. Evening, Love
0: watch, it. Mm-hmm. So now I gotta ask. What Uh-oh. lessons did you learn from Courage? Like, what did Courage teach you throughout the throughout your time with him?
1: What did Courage teach me? Mm-hmm. That's an interesting question, actually. What did it teach? You know, I'll tell you, really, um, I mean, it's, first of all, as an actor, it taught me something. As an actor, it taught me, you know, that Sometimes it's not about, because basically I would go into the booth, right? I would go Mm -hmm. into the booth alone and I would, uh, you know, have the lines in front of me, a vocal script. I would have some of the uh, storyboarding of the image of what's going on in that particular, each particular scene or those moments that are happening. But basically I'm by myself in a Mm -hmm. booth. And the idea is, when you're doing voiceover, you know, like as you can see me, all right, you have me live, I'm waving my hands, I my facial expressions, you know, all that stuff that I can sell, whatever it is I'm doing vocally. But in this case, really, it's just how does the voice sound? And you really, theoretically, should be able to close your eyes and get? am i getting it you know the whoever it is that's directing me doesn't need to see me so i don't i I can't rely upon my face and hands and body to sell these moments so i learned that um but there's also a a kind of a philosophical message to courage the cowardly dog and i I mean, you being a fan, right? And uh-huh. uh, hopefully a lot of your people, you guys out there, a lot of you crazy people out there in television land. That's an old expression, television <laughs> land. That's what television land was actually, television land. But that's another story. But anyway, um, the idea being that um, here's this little pink dog who's terrified of everything. Terrified. I mean, he's small, small diminutive in, in his physical stature right and he's he's really neurotic very terrified and yet at the you know the final inning just when it looked like things are in bad shape he reaches down into himself and 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 faces his fear and steps up and saves the world one more time. And there's a kind of message to that, right? Because so mm-hmm. many of us are terrified of things, nervous, scared of things, and face it anyway. Face mm-hmm. it and save the world one more time. Kind of a nice message for me. I got the message right away, you know, And now, in retrospect, going to these conventions and seeing young people like yourself and fans and you know who've watched it and grew up and you know, that why there's such an emotional connection to it, which is really quite curious and interesting. And a lot of that, I believe, is that, you know, so many people, you know, felt like there was a kind of, the idea of courage, the idea of stepping up and facing your fear is something that was really necessary for, for a lot of the people that come see me at these uh, conventions and such, or do watch the shows and such. So
0: that is a powerful powerful message right there you're absolutely right he's terrified of everything like just uh, a mask or something you know like the owner, the owner puts on a mask and he jumps at least 10 feet and flies off the screen you know but then right. at the end he there he is saving him from this mummy attack or something like that you know yeah so you're absolutely right now you mentioned comic cons earlier you mentioned um meeting people do you have any impacting stories that you still still carry today from Comic-Cons? Like any fans that you've interacted with or met that have been like, because of Courage or because of your work, this happened in my life? You know, right.
1: Numerous things. I mean, I've had people come up to me and say that Courage, uh, watching Courage helped them learn the English language. Ooh. They, they watched Courage because it was actually manageable. The show itself was not densely packed with dialogue, you know, but just enough that they felt that was the case. Um, I um, also felt that, you know, I had, you know, some, you know, kind of an addendum to what I just said before about Facing Your Fears and the fans coming up. I mean, I've had fans, when they find out that it's me, um, I've had kids with autism. Um, and my son has, has autism. I have kids who... Uh, you know, are, are autistic and, and, and uh, you know, feel kind of, um, you know, on the outside of society sometimes or nervous mm-hmm. about society. And they felt as if uh, courage gave them a kind of grounding, um, uh, uh, you know, emotional connection and also which made them feel good. And I would have people... You know, also that literally um, would you know when I would hug them, I would hear like I would hear that they would be crying in my arms, yeah. crying like tears, good tears, I, I think. I hope so. Not like last night with my wife, but no. But uh, you know, um, see that that kind of. All right, yeah. hold on a second. Let me just make sure what's going on here. Hold on. Huh. Okay, yes, I'm on my phone, so weird things are popping up and and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I've had them crying in my arms, and that's a very powerful thing. And I'm actually saying, it's okay, it's okay. And I'm thinking, wow, I had no idea. I had no idea that the show had, and my character uh, had such a powerful effect on people.
0: That is truly awesome. And you know what? You were saying Courage gave them something. I think courage gave them courage. Yeah,
1: I think so. Courage
0: gave them courage. They gave them courage to face the fears, to learn something new, to just be that hero at the end, like you mentioned,
1: you know? Sometimes it's something as simple as speaking up if somebody's bothering you or making you feel bad to say, hey, I don't appreciate that. Some people, easy, that comes easy to some people. To some people, something as simple as that does not come so easy. Mm -mm. So the idea of then saying, hey, I don't appreciate that, simple as that, is a courageous thing for some people to do, to speak up for themselves, to stand up for yes. themselves. You
0: know? Yes, especially during bullying, like especially if they're being bullied. I'm a Don't, bully yeah. survivor, you know. You met me at Comic-Con. I, yes, I you do. know, I was a little person. And but it, what I'm thankful for people like you and Tony and all that was the fact that you guys just viewed me as Nick. You guys, did, you know. Yeah, did, we had that
1: discussion. I remember that yeah. discussion. How about... Trying to
0: exactly. figure out what the right terminology is. How about I'm just exactly, saying? exactly. Yeah. You didn't say like you didn't go like, "Hey little guy, get over here." You know, I need your help with something. You were just like, "Hey uh, Nick, right? Yeah. Hey, can you go help me with this real quick? That's greatly appreciated. Done. You know. Yeah. That's what it should be. So I've been, I've been a bully victim, and you're right. It's kids sometimes will turn to television, will turn to because they think those are their friends. Those are their those are the people who understand them. Those are the people who they can relate to or build off of, you know, like how many kids yeah. watch Sesame street today? How many kids watch just a simple show like that? Just because that's what they think. Like these are yeah. their buddies. These are their people. So, yes. mm-hmm. so on a lighter subject, do you have any like funny stories either from being encouraged, like in, like in the acting part or from comic con that you, still carry today that you still laugh at?
1: Uh, I mean, there was one, uh, there was one moment in the, uh, see, sometimes it would come, you know, I would go in and uh, we would record two 11-minute cartoons, which would be an episode, right? Uh, In about two and a half hours, usually, right? Mm -hmm. And so, sometimes you know i got it really quickly you say I mean, do a take marty do take 23 uh what will i do what will i do a little bit more this. you know like adjustments right uh a lot of the things would happen also very quick the screams would happen really fat really easily the the I mean, all that stuff you know the babbling and all that stuff would happen very quickly. But every now and again, there would be like, you'd be up against something. You would, we'd just keep on doing it and, and until we get it right. So there was this one moment where uh, Courage, and I don't, I don't even know what episode it was in, but Courage pops his head out of the ground. It pops out of the ground and uh, it's some kind of forest or whatever and he looks around and he um, you know he's he just kind of goes hmm right like that and there's a lot of those you know where I might do that I figure that's a throwaway Hmm? so God bless him Um, uh, Peter Fernandez who was uh, my vocal director John Dilworth sometimes directed me as well vocally but when Peter couldn't be there because John had a lot of other other stuff that he was doing. Um but uh and he was great but once in a while something like this would happen. So I would go he would I would go, hmm? And he would say, yeah Marty, a little bit more frightened. Hmm? No 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 it's not it's it's you're going, hmm? It's one one syllable. Hmm now, you lost the frightened. No, no. You lost a, bit, a little bit more frightened, but also curious. Hmm? No, no. See, you just you lost courage. It's you, you, too too low. You lost courage there. You got to bring courage. This went on for about 25, 30 takes over and over again. This one, hmm, good Finally, I got it. And I swear there was nothing like, I think we got it, Marty. We got it. It was more like yeah, I, I think I think I think we got it with all with all the takes. We we got something it we I think we got it. In, mm-hmm. in there. <laughs> I could <laughs>
0: I could guarantee that. I remember um there was a story there was one story where someone did the exact thing and they're like, Okay, good, I think we got it. Thanks for you know, 'cause that's like just show business. Okay, we got it, move on, you know. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, like you're like you're thinking, oh great, did that happen? Did that go well? Is that just going to be like, okay, am I done, or am I, or did they actually get something of it? Meanwhile, the producers are in the back with on the phone saying, "We got it. We definitely got this now." You know, jumping mm-hmm. for joy. So right. now going back to Comic Con real quick, do you have any upcoming um, events that you're going to be premiering at that you'd like to promote right now?
1: Oh, yes, sure. I'm going to be in Knoxville at the Fanboy Expo on Halloween weekend, uh, the 29th, 30th, and 31st in Knoxville, Tennessee, at Fanboy Expo. Um, And then the following weekend, the 5th, 6th, and 7th of November, I will be at Rhode Island Comic Con uh, in Providence, Rhode Island.
0: Nice, nice. And you you were just in Erie, Pennsylvania for Comic Con. I got to ask, yep. what were your thoughts on that?
1: Oh, it was great. Erie was great. Uh, I was really happy with how it went. And it was busy. It was clearly promoted properly, promoted well, and uh, the people were really cool. You know, you know, it was a really uh, enjoyable. The people were great. The, the The convention was well promoted, and you know, it was all. Great, everything was wonderful. I got to meet you there. The only thing is Erie's got to do something about the restaurant situation. It mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, it's just like I don't know, man. It's mm-hmm. just I could not. First of all, they're closing at nine o'clock on a Saturday night. How does mm-hmm. a restaurant close at nine o'clock on a Saturday night? I don't. Know. I, I just think don't that understand.
0: might. I think that might just be because of the pandemic situation. Some places, yeah, you know. Problem. Yeah, but we usually we There'd have a good be. nightlife around here, you know. I think it's just now because so many people, you know, just because it's such a cluster every now and days that some people are just taking the precaution and going, look, instead of dealing with the night person who's exhausted and just wants a burger and just wants, you know, just wants to do it their way, you know, won't put on a piece of fabric just for a burger, you know, something like that. Let's just just take the precaution and avoid the whole situation type of deal. Mm. And it's also, I think also a lot has to do with nowadays with the uh, employee shortage. With everything that's going on, like, oh, right, of, right, yeah, a lot of people I know are struggling to find employees and everything. So it's, you know, a lot of it's like, okay, if I don't have the manpower, then why the why the hours, you know? So right, yep. But now, buddy, I've got three questions for you that um, I ask all my buddies that come on this show. I don't call you guests; I call you buddies. Okay. But, the first one is in your own words, what does it mean to be someone's buddy?
1: Very simple to me. It's somebody who you can talk to and who you feel safe with and support, and is supportive of you. is mm. supportive of who you are.
0: Absolutely. And that is what BuddyCast is about, supporting others. So on top of being a buddy, part of being a buddy is being a charitable buddy. So if you could have our audience donate to one charity of your choice, what would it be
1: and why? Charity of my choice. Um, uh, you know, I don't have, I mean, I'm going to be straight with you on this. I don't actually have one particular thing I give to charities all over the place.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, you know, I uh, I know that you know there are charities from the autism world, but it's not, you know, what look, you know, what wait right there, wait right take there, take your time, take Hold your time. A Hold what are you doing? I'm gonna ask my yeah. wife, she knows about that stuff, man. It's okay, this is good.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Mighty yeah. is. Yep. What, what, While you're doing that, I'm going have to.
1: Service dogs, right? That's mm-hmm. charity, right? Also, right? Not for profit. Great. I got it, man. All righty. I got it. I got it.
0: Let us hear okay.
1: it. Okay. It came to me as I as I ran to my wife. All right. So there's an organization called Blue Path Service Dogs. Mm hmm. Um, And basically, these are dogs that are trained specifically to be connected to kids with autism, people with autism that are runners, that tend Mm -hmm. to what they call elopement, where they might run into the street without any, uh, you know, without any warning etc and so we have had our son who has since then actually become very well adjusted when it comes to waiting and not running but thank god for the service dog you know because could then you could walk around the street without having to hold his hand you know like ever so tightly mm-hmm. uh, otherwise you know if he, he goes he might just start to run So the dog, he's connected to the dog and you're walking the dog and his hands are free. He's just walking. So it's a wonderful uh, organization that uh, basically gives these dogs to people. So, you know, they could certainly use uh, use um, uh, donations. Um, And uh, so once again, Blue Path Service Dogs, anybody can look it up on the Internet.
0: Blue they are a 501c3 uh,
1: not-for-profit organization.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. I love how you tied two elements of that, two elements of your life into one charity. You know, that you took it from the personal aspect because you know someone. You have a son who, you know, is, you know, who has autism. So it's a personal part of your life. And Courage the Cowardly Dog wants to give to an organization that has dogs, you know? Wonderful it's a t- it's a t- double tie in now Very if cool. i could just have uh one moment here to plug in my charity real quick i told you about this coming up we have our um this actual this upcoming sunday we have our big charity show it's called lottie's buddies um our little buddy lottie who is 1 years old she was born premature she was born like um 26 28 weeks and has been fighting ever since. She's, you know, she's grown into this beautiful child. But now, unfortunately, she has three little holes in her heart. Oh, so- Mark? Yes. 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 So we've decided to help our buddy Lottie out. And we're throwing a fundraiser for her. I'm proud to announce that this morning we broke the $1,000 mark. And we are still growing. So if you all... Yep, if you all have nothing else to do on Sunday, October 3rd at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, please tune in to BuddyCast here on Facebook. Catch a variety show filled with magic, music, a little bit of comedy, motivational speaking. It's all going to be worth it. And if you like what you see, throw a little donation for a child, you know? You never know.
1: And and I think we talked about this, right? Yes. About me doing a video of some sort? Yes, yes. Yes. We need to talk more about this. Yes, Not we'll chat day. after
0: Yeah, we'll chat off okay. air after the end yeah. of this. So
1: okay.
0: just wanted to plug that in real quick and just to invite all my buddies here. And now, buddy, it's time for what we call you know, what? before we do that, could you give us one more demo of Courage the Cowardly Dog of the Voice? <laughs>
1: the things I do for love. I have a feeling something bad is going to happen. Oh, my name is Marty Grabstein. And it's not. Actually, it is. But the comedy only works if these days. It's not.
0: Love it. Absolutely love it. And now, buddy, it's time for what we call the Ultimate Buddy Cast Buddy Question. Are you ready for this?
1: I don't know. (laughs) I I wasn't ready for the second one. So I may as well not be ready for the third one.
0: Yes. So this one's gonna be split up into two parts. The first one is for anyone who wants to go into voiceover acting. What is your advice to them?
1: First go first, if you've never acted before, you need to you need to go you need to act first. You need to get into an acting class or a company or do anything you can to work on acting, period. Because a lot of people tend to think that voiceover is it is like you don't have to really be a real actor. You just do voices. You do funny voices. But really, you need to learn about acting, and then come back and start to work on voiceover stuff. You know, uh, take a voiceover class, make a make a tape for yourself. Um, you know, etc. And and learn about the industry and how the voiceover industry works. But first. Decide if you even want to do acting, period. I think that's really important.
0: Love it. Love it. Love it. And the second part of the question, what is Courage's advice for the world today?
1: Don't be afraid of everything. Don't be afraid of the pandemic. Live your lives.
0: There you go awesome job well buddy thank you so so much for being a buddy here on buddy cast it was an honor speaking to you again keep in touch and hey one more favor to ask you before we close off the show go Uh-oh. be someone's buddy today
1: okay oh I have no problem with that
0: awesome for all my buddies here on buddy cast this is my buddy marty Grabstein. thank you again and we'll catch you all next time here on My everybody's. Pleasure. Yep, we'll catch you next time here on everybody's favorite show, Buddy Cast. When the days are going fast, buddy buddy, we've got to make them last, buddy buddy, before they've all gone past, buddy buddy. Tune in to
1: Buddy Cast, don't feel it to make it, buddy. Here on buddy gas.